sound better than the last couple weeks? I would hope so. Things are back to normal here at the Movie Dummies, and yes, this is the Movie Dummies. The show where we, dummies, talk about movies. I'm Joe, and with me this week is Shannon. Hello. Angela. Hi. And Matt. Why, hello. No A.A. Ron. That doesn't mean uh, he's never coming back. Should be soon. Should be soon. We could hear all about some crazy-ass story that he's lived that he's never shared with the general public, but he'll share with us. There's, We have good stories, too. I don't... Well, kind of. You know, I sent that link to Imager to the feed the other day, and it just reminded me of something Aaron would tell us. Like, yeah. if, if Aaron's like, I saw this lady twerking on a duck, I'd be like, I wouldn't question for a second that he wasn't lying. <laughs> True. You know what I mean? So yeah, we're here this week to talk about some recommendations. What Obviously, we we're going to talk about Ted Lasso. Obviously. Obviously, Obviously. we're going to talk about what if. Oh. Uh, yeah. We'll save the best for last, so let's save those for the end. Doi! Right? What else we've been watching, though? Yeah, what else have you been watching, y'all? <sighs> Matt? Yeah, I have a lot of stuff to talk about. We'll Ooh. talk about it, Broham. Um, I have seven TV show recommendations and a movie recommendation. S- 17? S- s- 17? <laughs> seven. Oh, sorry, I got excited. Six. Okay, let's but count it down. Number of, seven. No. Speaking of seventeen, though, the movie I watched is called Edge of Seventeen. Ooh. Okay. Can't wait to hear about Tell the movie. More? Tell me. Tell me. Um, it's a like a teen drama movie about this girl who grows up as a weirdo, and she's only got one friend. And I'm in she this has picture, a, and I don't like it. She has this brother that's perfect or whatever. Everybody Um, loves him. I'm no longer in this picture. So uh, her best friend ends up doing the brother. (gasps) And it sets her off on this like tailspin of crazy rampaging and being teenage dramatic. Oh. But yeah, I mean, I can kind of identify with it. So... um, her dad, her dad ends up dying, uh, driving a car in the year 2011. Um, oh. Yeah, but it, there's good drama. Um, I know a lot of times people think, well, teenagers have it so easy these days. Uh-huh. And all the, and all such of stuff, but yeah, kind of, it's a good show. Looks like it has quite the cast. Oh, yeah. Who? Can you name some, please? I only recognize the mother, and I don't even remember her name. So, <laughs> well, the main character is Haley Steinfeld. She's a big name, I think. I okay, she's she's top build. Um, the mother must be Kira Sedgwick. Oh, oh, I love Kira Sedgwick. You know what she loves? I love Kevin Bacon's Big Dong. Of course, I'm Kira sure. Sedgwick. Who um, is she in? She's Kevin Bacon. The closer. Type? She's in tons of stuff. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is probably my the favorite thing she's I've ever like seen her in. She's like blonde, skinny. 
Madeline Albright. Um, oh, yeah, that, that's her. Yep, you're right. Blake Jenner plays Darian. And Woody Harrelson's in. Oh, yeah, Woody Harrelson. Why couldn't I remember Woody Blake Harrelson? Blake Jenner's in stuff. I've seen him in a ton of things. Woody. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Where'd you watch this? On the television set. Duh. <laughs> Through a, a stream service? Sure. <laughs> um, are you being coy because it was you know not necessarily ethical what you did? No, I just don't remember which oh. one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. Well, let me help you out, buddy. Let's find out. Tell talk, us what talk else. Talk about you... your next one. Yeah. What else did you watch? Um, I watched a bunch of TV shows that I think there's a few we'll all want to talk about together. Um, but a few of them that we won't are uh, I started watching X Men the animated series. Ooh. Uh, Old one from the nineties. Yes. <laughs> just to, oh my just to cut in on this it's like a horrible time to cut in matt you watched the edge of 17 on netflix hmm. sure sure i did streaming now okay so the 1991 x-men 92 to 97 i believe was the oh yeah 92 come on the jim lee x-men style x-men series that was way better than any of the movies they've ever made except for perhaps logan yeah the one that I played Jubilee when, when we played in the neighborhood because of that show. <laughs> Had the sweet Yay. opening theme. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, that one. Hmm. Um, I watched almost uh, the first two seasons. I think I'm like a couple episodes from the second season finale. I mean, it's been and... a long time since I watched it, but doesn't the show like like just whip its dick out right at the beginning? Doesn't it start off with Days of Future Past? Yeah, there's a lot of like really good uh what's the word I'm looking for, like story threads that happen. Um Yeah, it brings back a lot of nostalgia and uh, a yearn for the days when cartoons were actually kind of decent. Though I guess a lot of the comic ones are okay these days. So I don't know. Just the other ones are like crap like I, th- I think well, obviously we can do better animation now than what they did. It's clunky. Mm-hmm. It's not great. It is what it is. Yeah, it was. But they don't take rough. the time to storytell. No. Like they did back then. At least not everyone does. No. So it holds up? Yeah, I enjoy it. Uh, I probably would have stopped watching if I didn't. Uh, definitely wouldn't have watched almost two seasons of it for sure. <laughs> Awesome. I actually I, oh. saw that on the streaming services and thought about watching it and was like, mm, I don't know if it's going to hold up. So it's I didn't. On, it's on Hulu anytime you want to watch it. No, I think on, I'll check it out. It's also on Disney Plus. Yeah, it should be on Disney Plus, right? Because it was Fox. Cool. Uh, and then I also watched, let's see, what one should you guys not be able to talk about? Uh, <laughs> oh, I finished watching Atypical. Um, mm. I talked about that last time. Uh, it's it's a charming show about a dysfunctional family because uh, the son is autistic. And it's really good. 
I remember thinking like, why do I even watch the show? Is it really that charming? And then watching like season three and being like, oh yeah, it is. <laughs> and I watched watched season season four and it brought a lot of stuff full circle and kind of did the characters some justice as far as like their lives go and such. So it was it was good. I liked it. Nice. Aww. That's awesome. Uh, let's see uh, what else. I actually I, I had to write everything, all the shows down because like I watched so many. So well, I know you watched um, Cobra Kai. Yes. Mm. You wouldn't shut up talking about. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's something uh, to watch. Uh, the only other one that you guys probably don't care about is Mighty Ducks. I personally mm. started watching that again. Um. It's not great, you know. Yeah, that's what you said last time. I was going to ask you if anything's <laughs> changed. It's it's basically, you know, like the movies were. I, I I guess I enjoy it, though. It's like I'm a sucker for hockey, and I, for whatever reason, I like the at least the first Mighty Ducks movie, even though it was terrible. So. Yeah. You know, that's somewhat ironic. Like, we are back on campus. What am I? A teenager? I'm going to keep saying like, like. Um, but I was introducing myself (laughs) to uh, people and I was like oh I'm from you know Michigan and they're like yeah are you a a Lions fan and I was like sure as much as you can be (laughs) but (laughs) as I was like we we don't like football like Texas people like football and there's nothing wrong with that and I go I'm more of like a Red Wings fan or uh, a fan or a (laughs) Pistons fan, at least when I was younger. Actually, I went to more Tigers games than I went to any others. So, but it's ironic that you mentioned hockey because I was like, do you guys watch hockey? And they're like, no. Like their face was like hockey. It's like, you don't even have a hockey team. It's just weird to In Dallas, they do. They do. I guess, I guess once you get to Dallas, um, hockey becomes big. Mm, good to know. The only city in the state, maybe. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's Dallas. Is, there's only one. There's still a Dallas team, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. They had a decent team for. Like, am, I, am I talking shit? I have shit? no idea. <laughs> like I said, I had no idea. So, but it's ironic you say hockey. Because I was talking about hockey this week, and people are like, hockey? I'm like, yeah, yeah hockey. Yeah, a uh-huh. pretty big deal, and guess what? It's fun as shit. Is that the horse makes when it calls? <laughs> um, yeah, and that's, uh, I think, the rest of the shows we'll all want to talk about together. I got Cobra Kai, Mythic Quest, Ted Lasso, and Marvel's What If. Oh, you watch Mythic Quest, like the season two? Yes. Mythic Quest Season 2. Um, <clears throat> we I th- believe we discussed this. Uh, the same part made you cry? I'm not going to uh, acknowledge or deny that statement. <laughs> uh, like, it came out of kind of nowhere because CW was acting like a complete asshole for, yeah. what, was it one straight episode or two straight episodes? Like one and a half almost. And then all of a sudden he he hits you with this roundhouse kick in the face you don't see coming for a million years. Yeah, and he like totally realizes he's been a complete 
prick for 40 years or how many, however long it was. But he's only on the surface been a prick. And I think that's why that resonated so deeply because he wasn't faking. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. Well, I mean, in the, in the episode where he stood with, like, the episode where he's a complete prick, but it starts off that he's not. You can tell there's genuine sentiment there, right? I mean, like, he yeah. obviously falls in love with a girl, but he also, like, he feels some camaraderie at first and such. Yeah, it's very much a there's a writing on the wall sort of situation going on here. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he didn't even write his biggest masterpiece, too, is such a... <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Asimov hands him back his script and it's, it's every word is rewritten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's pretty good stuff. Okay. I, I never seen That's it. That's something that Isaac Asimov would have never like done, right? I don't know. I mean, even if he like got around to proofreading somebody else's stuff, he wouldn't have been like, here, change every single word. Maybe. I have no idea. Let's just say that it would happen, because that's fun, more fun to believe in my brain. Okay, yeah. Funner. Totally would have happened. And when I talked about it before, I thought that the season ended in a really nice way. It could The whole show could end right here. They could never come back, and it would be satisfying. Would it, though? Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that. Well, because the show is titled This One Thing, and they've gotten through that part. I suppose. You know what I mean? Do I want more? Yes. But if the creative team says no, I'm I'm cool with it. Okay. I don't know how you feel, Matt. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> he wants more, I take he, it. He wants to move yes, on. Yes, I'd rather there just be a season three. You're bringing up painful thoughts and memories for him. He wants to move on. It's a really good show. It's like, it has no business being this good. Yeah, for sure. Is it as good as Ted Lasso? Yes, in some ways, yes. Is it really? Yes. Wow. I will say this, and this is going to be very controversial. I believe the quality of season one versus season two of Mythic Quest is of a higher caliber so far than season one to season two of Ted Lasso. I'll agree with that, yeah. The issue is, season one of Ted Lasso was the summit. They peaked a little too early. Like, where do you go from here? Fucking space? Oh, it's still good for me. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, it's still good, but there's nowhere to go but down. Whereas Mythic Quest, they came in at a, a six, you know what I mean? And they're rising. Okay. Well, maybe I'll check it. I don't know. It's between Cobra Kai or Mythic Quest. Which so I far, watch? I have watched, I don't know, six shows that have been just Apple TV originals. Every single one of them has been satisfying to me. Except for Mosquito Coast, right? Still satisfying. Yeah, I don't know. Still upset with that one. Hmm. Okay. I'm curious. Thank you, Matthew, for those recommendations. I might check out Mythic Quest on your rec. Sure. But not on, but not on mine. No. It's just <laughs> not the same. Angela, what do you got? 
So I finally watched uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Cool. Let's talk about it. So (laughs) I am going to say that I, I had quite a bit of fun watching it. For the first time in decades, I actually had fun watching a DC movie. And that was that was nice. I, I will say that. Idris Elba, Elba was really good. Margot Robbie was really good. The, it wasn't taking itself too seriously. It wasn't dark and depressing and morose and you know all all the things that DC movies are. I, I you know, when I first heard that James Gunn was going to do a Suicide Squad movie, I decided to give it a shot at that point because it's James Gunn and he's responsible for Guardians of the Galaxy so why not, right? Did they introduce each... Oh, Oh, go ahead. I was just going to ask, did they introduce each character three different times? No. No, they introduced each character once, so that was... um, I was... So, the characters that they introduced at the very beginning, I was actually really excited to watch. Like sure. Michael Rooker, I, w- I was I was looking forward to that. Um, I, I was okay with Pete Davidson getting his face blown off almost immediately. Um, that weasel thing was real weird. But then you you know with. Then you get a title sequence, and none of those, all those characters dead, and they never come back. <laughs> it's like, oh. Well, not so, never. The weasel well, right, makes not, it. Yeah, the weasel makes it. And Pete Davidson shows up for a second in a, you know, three days, but previously seen messing with uh, Idris Elba. But <clears throat> for the most part, they go away and never come back. And that, that was. I wasn't expecting that. That was kind of odd, but very dead. I was fine too. with it. Yeah, I was fine with it though. So yeah, I mean, I think it's worth the watch for sure. Hmm. I heard it was good. Well, I, I I watched it, and I'll say this about it: I think the Suicide Squad is very much lends itself very much more to James Gunn's personality than Guardians of the Galaxy does. I think What do you mean? I think this is the um, a larger expression of who he is as a person than Guardians of the Galaxy is because he's not handcuffed by anybody here. You know, why did he why did some guy get shot in the chest with his dick out? I mean that that seems like a thing that he would find funny. You can't do that in a Disney and- movie. Right, and, and it was funny. I, I I liked it. I I it felt like I was watching an R-rated version of Guardians, basically. It... To a certain extent, yeah. Um, there's there. I just think there's larger problems with the movie than James Gunn or than DC or than anything <laughs> like that. Like it's just not good. It was fun. You know what I mean? But I don't think this is a quality movie. So, given the other DC fair that we've had, I, I 
I mean, I'll take what I can get, I, I guess. Sure, it, but I mean, it, it, for me, and this is just my opinion, I will never watch this again, and I'll go watch a Marvel movie or something good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm never, I'm not going to watch this on repeat like I have basically every Marvel movie made, you know, like but... I, I've seen both Guardians movies a number of times. I'll probably watch one of those before I ever watch this again. Yeah, me too. Because it's like this, uh, it's this low bar DC has to hurdle, and yeah, it hurdles yeah. it, but it's fucking, it's not good. Yeah, it is a really low bar, and and it did get over that very low bar. But you're right, it's it doesn't, you know, it doesn't hold up against good movies. I mean, it 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 holds up against bad DC movies. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is, man. I I would love to see this just be animated and these people voice the characters. That'd be fine by me. And then James Gunn still direct it. That'd be great. But it's just, there's just something about no, there's just no grounding thing with these people. Like, you don't ever believe that they exist in a real world. And like, well, they definitely that, don't exist. That necessarily, well. not necessarily, you know, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Okay, right. But the fact that you start off with this Idris Elba and his daughter shit, and it's like, okay, well, they're trying to ground us in a real world, and it doesn't work. No, I mean, I would say Viola Davis did a really good job. Oh yeah, trying to do that, and uh, you know, like she obviously is the stakeholder, right? Like she, she has all of these characters' lives in, in their hand in her hands and she has a mission and that's you know I, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Viola Davis is really good. Margot Robbie's really good. Idris is really good. John Cena is really good. But it's Oh, so John cool. Cena is hysterical. I just don't think King Shark is amazing, by the way. Like Oh my gosh! Right, part of the movie, but he's just Drax. Yeah, yeah, he's just Mm. Drax, but it's it's funny. I mean, he's funny, but he is Drax for sure. So I don't know. Like, I don't know. I I think you've got these great performers. Joel Kinnaman is great too. I mean, these are all phenomenal actors and actresses, right? Mm -hmm. Why doesn't this work? No. Because it's, is it it's my, not grounded in reality. Is it because I just don't want to see it? Like, I've I've been burnt so many times. Maybe. You could be jaded. I mean, I will say 3,000% it blows the other suicide, oh. suicide squad out of the water. Yeah, but if you took sure. a fresh turd and threw it up against the wall and told me just to watch it slide down, it, I would also think <laughs> that that's better. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I don't know what's wrong because it, I'll just throw out my recommendation right here. Uh, they're also making this show called Titans, that's on HBO Max, and it's really, really good. So, what do you think the disconnect is, or the difference? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I think it's. 
because I didn't, I never wanted to watch Titans, and I talked about this last time, but off a recommendation from somebody, I gave it a chance, and it's, it's, I think it's a lot of fun. It's not perfect, um, but there's something about it that's just a little bit more earnest. Um, the relationships between the people matter a lot more because how are you supposed to build any sort of connective tissue to anybody in the movie when he kills the entire first cast you see? You know what I mean? You're spending the first 10 minutes with these people and they're all dead. Yeah. It's fun for a film device to be like, haha, that's cool that you did that. Thank Great you. job, James Gunn. You did something unexpected. But as far as like a satisfying movie going experience, I don't think it's very fun. Because then you have to start the movie over again and get to know these set of people. Where's Ryan Reynolds when you need him? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that worked because we were already loved a Deadpool. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And he can't die, so. <laughs> right. We don't <laughs> have to worry about it him going anywhere or right. whatever happens to the X-Force happens right so I don't know what else do you have Andrew? I didn't talk you out of liking the movie Sorry. did I no okay no I still I, I mean I still hold my opinion it was it was fun to watch I probably won't ever watch it again but I, I think it's you know for people who have been you know like for me so I haven't watched a single DC movie since the last Suicide Squad because oh, every single one looks horrible. It just it looks so dark and depressing and bleak and morose, and I just well, you watched Justice angsty League, didn't you? and or did you not watch it? No, when we talked about it. Nope, I didn't watch Justice League, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman eighty four. I, I haven't seen the Aquaman, Flash. I haven't seen any of that. Shazam, none of it. It, none of it looks like any like anything that I'm even remotely interested in, because I'm I'm interested in a fun movie going experience, and none of that looks fun to me. Right. So, you know, again, I, I decided to give this one a shot because it was James Gunn, and he's hasn't steered me wrong yet, and and it was fun. It was what I was looking for. Oh. All right. Um, so I also watched um, Date Night. Oh. Steve Carell yeah. and Tina Fey. Can you put a shirt on? Um, I hadn't seen it before, and it just showed up on HBO Max, so I watched it, and it was that was also a lot of fun. Um. I, I couldn't stop. I couldn't help thinking the entire time that I bet Tina Fey and Steve Carell mm. had an outrageously fun time just improving, doing alt. Like that just seems like you know. And they showed a little bit of it at the end in the credits or whatever, where she, right. where they're doing different lines for the for the table scene where they're pretending they you know trying to guess what the the other couples are saying to one another or whatever 
And I bet it was just an entire three months of that. And and I bet that would have been really fun to be a part of. Oh, I'm sure it was hysterical. Wow. I would have been in hysterics. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg is is a freaking treasure. And I love him. He he is a comedic treasure. I don't I don't know. I want to see him in more comedy, you know. Right? I I don't know like why I don't know if it's him or the studios or what, but he he needs to stop doing action serious action movies and just only do comedies cuz that's where he shines like a diamond. Yeah. Beautiful. The, the other guys is a Oh, the other guys um what is that? What is that one with the dads? Um, Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the dads. I know what you're talking about. I've seen both of them. <laughs> Daddy's right? Home. Yeah, Daddy's Home and Granddaddy's Home or whatever. Daddy's Home too. Mel Gibson is Mark Wahlberg's father. It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. They, they're he's he's so much fun. Um, I also started watching season eight of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah. It just came out. Yep. Um, it's it's funny. They do. So the, the first episode is interesting. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're tackling the uh, cultural movements that that we've been experiencing last sure. year or so. Um, but then in episode two, it goes right back to a normal Brooklyn Nine-Nine where it's not politically motivated in any way. So that was, that's nice. Captain Holt is just fantastic. Mm. Kevin Cosner. Mm. <laughs> Mark Evan Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then my last two things are What If and Ted Lasso. So. Okay. Ah. Did anybody else watch uh, all of Cobra Kai? Mm-mm. I have seen all of Cobra Kai, yes. Okay, that was one of my recommendations. I um, love Cobra Kai. It's, it's amazing. I watched all three. Uh, excited to see the fourth season. Apparently that's coming in December. Mm-hmm. I so, can't wait. Oh my gosh. I need right. to get on this train, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, if we just keep going down this line, we can just do it as part of our Ugh, our show, you know? I have to. I like playing the... I'm not going to watch that card. They're not overly long seasons. It's a pretty quick watch. I watched the first season, and I'm just a couple episodes in the second, and I was like, chick, please. I wanted mm. to out. But people keep telling me it gets better, so it does. It does get better. Okay. I'll try. Season one is like the appetizer. Season two is is your meal and it and it takes some time to to get there. And then season three is Dessert. It's dessert. Yeah. All right. Hmm. And I can't wait for season four. The little movie franchise that could. Mm-hmm. All right, Shannon, what do you got, girl? I haven't really watched a lot this week. 
I'm on repeat. I've been watching. Oh, yeah. She watched Black Widow seven more times. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I am. That's, that's, your money's worth. that's not an it's exaggeration, so guys. It's not an exaggeration. I totally got I, my money's worth. Stick it to you, Disney so Plus. It's so good, though. It Like, it doesn't get old for me. Uh, I can sit and watch it and enjoy it. And, of course, I can fall asleep to it and just pick right back up where I left off. I don't know. There's just something about her character and the fact that she selflessly gave up everything for her family. It just speaks to the character, not obviously to the people. But, yeah, I enjoy it. If you haven't seen it yet, shame on you. You need to watch it. Shame. Especially with everything. sounds directed at Aaron. Ha. (laughs) Oh, he's not here. He's out, guys. Hey. Uh, I cannot believe he. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. believe he is not on board with Black Widow. He he specifically said that he was out for the TV shows, but he would get back on board with movies. Well, maybe I can convince him. We'll see. If I've watched it enough, maybe I'll have enough evidence. Maybe that's the plan. I also watched Avengers and Captain Marvel. Just you know, Ooh. you can't get. Yeah, Marvel movies do not get old. Never. I'm not feeling. I gotta. I got. I don't think I'll ever watch Avengers again. What? Because every time I watch it, I like it less and less. Oh, you were watching it when I was watching it. Mm-hmm. You're like, ew, that would never happen. I'm like, stop ruining it for there, me. Shut it's up. It's so poorly written. Yep, that's all I want to say. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if they invested a whole lot of like time and effort and money into that. Well, obviously money, but time and effort into kind of the intricacies because they were like, is this even going to work if we throw all these people together? Yeah, well, compared to the Russo brothers, Whedon's a hack. Hmm. They took the time. They made it make sense. They made everything feel real. They put it all into the real world. And he just, he, he wrote a bunch of episodes of a TV show and slapped it all together like it was a bonus episode. Hmm. I'll, I'll watch it again and let you know. Because there's how I feel. disparities in power level. There's, you know. Yeah, you know, I, I was know. noticing some of that too. But again, you know what? I'm on this kick watching things like nine times. I'm always giving another go. Yeah. Right. And you know, there's, there's not that Infinity War, Captain America standing in the subway moment. You know what I mean? That's so good. Uh. There's not there's nothing like that. There's no there's not even emotional build up to get you there. Like it's supposed to be clever that Steve Rogers is like, Tony, you'll never jump on the live wire for your and then he sacrifices himself at the end, but he doesn't die. You know, that's just hacky. Well, he doesn't know that though. It's right. hacky. He sacrificed he has like PTSD from it. Come on. Well, yeah, in a well written movie called Iron Man Three, he has PTSD <laughs> from it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. I also watched a series. I mentioned this, I believe, last week or two weeks or whatever. Weeks ago, yeah. Uh, I started watching Sweet Tooth on Netflix. Uh, it's the RDJ uh, produced or written. I can't produced. remember. And I finished it. Pleasantly surprised. It kind of kept going marshmallow snowballing for me. Marshmallow snowballing. Yeah, when I think of snowballs, I think of marshmallows. You're weird. Um, so at the end, I just want I couldn't stop watching. There, it was just one after the other. 
Uh, this show is about uh, hybrids. Uh, mm-hmm. There's obviously a virus that comes into the world. Huh. And women who are pregnant uh, give birth to a hybrid child, like a half oh, pig, half human. I'm sorry? That show. Will Forte's in here? Yeah, he's Papa. Papa, he says. Yep, to the hybrid kid named Gus. Um, it took the direction that the show went. It, I guess I didn't really assume where it was going. And I'm excited to where it will go. But there was a lot of different things happening. You got introduced to characters along the way. Uh, some of these characters have different pasts and different stories. And then they're interweaving and connecting them to each other. I recommend the series uh, to give it a watch. It's not... There are moments where you cry. There's moments where you're happy. It's not like an amazing series like Ted Lasso or anything like that. But again, I'm glad I sat down and finally watched it. Had a slow start for me, but it definitely gets better in the end. So I recommend that one. Did you have a question? Oh, no? Let's see. I also watched on Netflix Athlete A. Uh, oh, you- how that was hard, a hard watch. Did you end up watching it? Yeah, I watched it a, a while ago. Um, I think I talked about this uh, a few months ago. I, I was out of town when I watched it, and it was it was a tough set. I'm yeah, it definitely is something tough to watch. I think it was the reason I you see the preview, and I joked with uh, Lucy who watched the preview with me. And I was like, well, they pretty much told you everything in the preview. Why even watch it? And you end up watching it and you're like, holy moly. I didn't know all that was happening. Right. Uh, And (laughs) when it gets to like the part at the end where it's talking about Dominique or uh, Carrie Strutt. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there like, I remember, I remember watching that Olympics. Right. Because when I was when I was that age, I was super into gymnastics for Olympic gymnastics and figure skating for some reason. I was I was super into it and I I was just like watching it and And like what <sighs> girl our age wasn't. Right. Which, like they capitalized on this dream that we all had sitting there in our living room watching and being like, I wanna be like her. And and in reality, like nobody mm. should ever be like her. Like, like nobody should be treated the way that they were treated. Like oh. that is horrifying. Sick the man. idea that she is vaulting on a broken fucking ankle. Yep. When she already had the gold. Like, what are you doing? Exactly. Like and it, the adults around her are are pushing her to do that, are making it so that she doesn't have a choice in it. And it, it's nuts. It was definitely a tough watch. But I'm glad I did because the preview, it showed most of it. But it didn't show those pieces that were horrifying. Yeah. That I guess I couldn't connect 
like I didn't know what was going on. But I don't think anyone knew what was going on. Sorry, I stepped away. This whole documentary is about Carrie's drug? No, it's about no. USA Gymnastics oh, okay. and the horrors well, yeah. that, that those women raped. went through. It was uh, not that. not overtly raped. It, it, what was happening was far more insidious. Oh, I because they they were being University of Michigan. Mm. Oh no no. Michigan State they University. were being no. no no no. They were being sexually assaulted by the only adult that was ever nice to them. Mhm. The coaches were in so front mean. of their parents. Yep, while they were there. Their parents in the room. Yep. Yeah, he had to fix their back or whatever the hell he was saying he was doing. But then they would go to practice and their coaches would make them practice until they were injured. Mm-hmm. And they would belittle them or it's not good enough. They had to like Call go live on fat. the ranch with them to train. Yeah, right here in Texas. Right. And then the yep. moment one of these girls said, said something, she was off the team. Sure. Like they made sure she didn't qualify. It looked like she was like fourth to begin with. But nope, she yeah. didn't make the team. Nope. Yeah, it's horrible. It's like these parents put everything into this, send their child away, and was that dude? Was that dude also the? Was it Michigan State? He Penny? was Penny. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the president. No, of the guy. USA. What was his name? He's in Nasser. prison, now, right? Larry Nasser. Larry Nasser. And he's in prison for what the rest of his life? I hope so. I thought that about Bill Cosby, though. So yeah. who knows? Well. Mm. So, yeah, I ended up watching that. I Like, every now and then, those true series, I like to pick those up and watch those. And some of them really upset you. Yeah. Mm. Can I ask you guys something? Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Specifically, Angela and Shannon, why do you guys do this to yourself? <laughs> I didn't know what it was about. Oh, oh you didn't? Hmm. No, I had never heard of it. I didn't watch a trailer. I just, I was out of town looking for something to watch and it came up on Netflix. I was like, oh, athletes. This looks like gymnasts. I liked gymnasts when I was a kid. I'm going to watch this. And see, I liked it because I was like Angela. I was a young girl that thought gymnasts were amazing. And I was like, what happened? Like, I was so naive when I was little. I would have had so no much. idea. And I didn't, well, obviously. No one did because stuff like that is just pushed under the rug and paid off and right, hidden. Right, but I, and... I watched this whole series and I was like, this happened? Yeah. Like I, I, I'm sure if you dug deep I? into any era and any sort of thing where there's power and there's people underneath that power, you're going to find the same thing. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that is true. How many actresses throughout the history of film have sucked some producer's dick so they could be in that movie. Mm-hmm. Or didn't work for 25 years because they didn't suck the producer's dick. Oh, You know, <clears throat> I was having a little internet conversation with someone the other day and they're like, fuck Brendan Fraser. What? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, hold on. It gets worse. Who's fucking... Hold on. Who, it, gets, who? it gets worse. It gets worse. Brendan Fraser? It gets worse. Okay. Uh, I'm on board. It was like he, he something, something, something. I was like, well, part of the reason why he left Hollywood is because uh, he was sexually assaulted. 
by someone mm-hmm. and thought, if this is how it's going to be, I just don't want to be in this anymore. So he left. Right. And then the person responded with, you know what? All that seems a little suspect. He's not a good enough actor anyways. What? <laughs> I hate you. He's tremendous. Like, all I could think was, What's mean to say? who fucking cares? What if he's the worst actor you've ever seen? I just That like does you. not mean he gets to be assaulted or his acting level doesn't dictate whether or not someone assaulted him or not. True. Right. It's yeah. a man as well. Huh? Yeah, is this like the same situation as Terry Crews? Some dude who thought he was too big to fail just walked up and groped him. And the and I was like, well, the guy who who was like the president of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, he admitted he grabbed him on the ass. Mm-hmm. But Brandon Fraser says it was worse than that. So now you just have to, oh. in your mind, make up the judgment. Brendan Fraser said this happened. The guy denied it completely, said he was lying. Later comes out and says, yeah, okay, I grabbed him on the ass. So what's true? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm guessing what's true is that he was sexually assaulted. Is, is Brendan Fraser just, is he exaggerating? Or is this guy a fucking creep? I've seen this happen to women like all, all exactly. the freaking time. And and the, it's always the same fucking thing as you had just said. They're always like, that seems a little suspect. Is she? She's not even pretty enough to be blah 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 blah. Right. I was just gonna say, how many women have been have has it been said about them? They're not even pretty. Like, what do you mean they got raped? They're not even pretty. Like, yeah, it's not. I'm about sorry. Pretty. Is that? And it doesn't have anything to do with sex either. It's control. It's mm-hmm. power. It's yeah. Oh, well, it's so disgusting. Speaking of things that are kind of creepy, I did, I did happen to catch uh, some Louis C.K. when he first came back, and Yikes. his his joke, his opening joke was, "So that's been a while." Uh, I learned a few things. For instance, if you ask a girl, "Hey, can I jerk off in front of you?" and she says, "Yeah,", yeah. don't do it. <laughs> and then you know, you double check. You're like, "Are you sure I can?" And she goes, sure. You still don't do it. <laughs> uh, I thought that was funny. Uh, I, uh, that's all I have I, to say about that. I feel like it's only funny if he really learned that you can't do that. Do it. I right. think he probably did. Like, okay. hello. I mean, in his defense, if he's like, hey, can I jerk off in front of you? And somebody says, yeah. And then he did it. I mean, that's, yes, he's creepy, but he fucking asked. <laughs> I mean, the problem the problem with that is he is a public figure, and, and when you are asked that, that it's such a, it's such a fucking bizarre position to be put in. Like, what, sure. what am I going to say? No. Am I going to say well, no and uh, and get fired because I don't think I, that's I, I necessarily I, the case. I think it was probably, probably more along the lines not. of he's a funny guy. He's kidding, right? And then when he starts doing it, they're like, "Oh, well, what do I do now?" And I think that's where that power dynamic comes into place. It's not necessarily that they right. thought they had to accommodate him because I, be- sure, I sure, truly sure. believe if they were like, "No, he wouldn't have." Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I, I you're. It probably the yeah probably does come from a place where this because it's such a bizarre thing. Shit. 
Right. But it's that's also, not something that people do. Right. It's, it's also a power thing because if he's asking like Michelle Obama and she even thinks he's joking, he's still not going to fucking be able to do it. Because she's just too important of a person. If he's asking, you know, some secretary that works in the building or whatever, or whatever's happening. PA backstage or... Yeah, he, he, I think there were just other comedian women that he found attractive. Hmm. Yeah, still. It also speaks to something deeply psychologically wrong with them. Sure. Just in yeah. general, I would say. Well, if you're in show business in any sort, I believe there's probably something deeply psychologically wrong with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I, I've... I, I can agree with that, probably. I mean, so would they. <laughs> it takes something <laughs> wrong with you to go seek validation in strangers to be your job. <laughs> right. You know? To have your entire livelihood hinging upon whether or not people like you. It's a level of sociopathy that I don't have, and most people don't. Because it's just, it's complete narcissism. Yep. What are we talking about? Uh, Just being in Hollywood in general. Yeah, Yeah, we got off track here. Uh, Other recommendations I have, not to cut you guys off, was I finished Carmen Sandiego with my boys season three. Oh my god. Cute series. Uh, It, I don't know, it's cute, it's animated. It's about Carmen Sandiego and how she's trying to stop bad guys from doing bad things. But but Carmen Sandiego was the bad she guy. She is, but not anymore. Not in oh. this series. Oh, okay. No. In the so that shifted in the ninety, late nineties with those when remember when Carmen Sandiego was a computer game you could get? Mm-hmm. I think I, I remember, say, I remember the game show for kids. Yeah, of course. Carmen Sandiego was still a bad guy. You were hunting her down. Yeah. Which anybody who's fans of that show should find the episodes of Comedy Bang Bang with Carl Tart, where he plays Chief, um, they're priceless. Isn't so Chief Shannon, a lady? Chief is a lady, yeah. He plays a lady. Yeah, Matthew. Nice. Where yeah. in the world was she? Because so, <laughs> it, it devolves she goes into all over. Chief is just sexually attracted to Carmen Sandiego. And... What? How many seasons have there been? There's three seasons. Four, right? Is this four? Oh, oh gosh. It Look four. it up for me. I can't recall. Look it up. I've been Joey. watching it. Look it up with Luke and Oliver. It'd be neat if they end one of the seasons with like, "Oh well, now that we've done all this, uh, we also have this time machine." <laughs> well, I think wasn't Carmen Sandiego in the show? Wasn't she part of the bad organization and quit? She was in the yeah. very first season. The very first season, she was part of Vile, the bad organization. Vile. Hive, the- right? No. Vile, you're right. Hive is a totally different thing. Oh, I can hear four what... seasons. There's four, so I finished the fourth season. Wow! But at the end of the first season, you see that she leaves Vile uh, by becoming Carmen Sandiego with the red hat and the red coat, and she does everything she can in her power to thwart the evil organization from winning or. You know, stealing things. And in the fourth season, she actually gets taken by Vile, and they, like, rewire her brain. Ooh. Yep, they kidnap oh, no. her. So it's kind of like a twist, like, 
is she bad? Because at first everyone thinks like she's good. good. Anymore. It gets pretty interesting. I think overall the boys enjoy it because of the geographic cool stuff. Like there's they're like, Oh, we're going to Belize and it like gives you a blurb about Belize and its history and where it's on the globe and it's kinda like a social studies lesson. That's what the original was too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they enjoy it. They love it. Cause it's like a animation with within it. I was like perfect way to reach kids and we enjoy watching it together. Awesome. So yeah. And then of course Joe and I were watching Evil. And it's Evil. If you like horror, you need to start watching this show. Because the last episode we saw, I had to cover my eyes with my hands and look through my fingers because I was scared. It was like an elevator scene and they got lost in some void and oh it was creepy. I I'm gonna leave it at that. But <laughs> yeah, we haven't been able to watch it since. He's like, "You want to watch this?" And I was like, uh, "I'm just dark? gonna watch it without her." No, so. <laughs> you finished it without me. I said, "I'm going to." Oh, don't be sitting there shocked. <laughs> you just said you don't want to watch it. <laughs> Should we talk about what if first and Ted Lasso last? Sure. Okay. Can I talk about the other things I watched? <laughs> oh, Joe, <laughs> this is my hey, Joe, long you do watch. Yeah. Uh, I watched uh, 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 Titans. It's season three just started, and they kill Jason Todd, and it's yes! Because oh. he becomes the Red Hood, because everyone knows that's what happens. It's DC. Come on. Oh. Um, okay. Batman's gone. He murdered the Joker, and so we're going to get Dick Grayson as Batman, which should be fun. Um, I watched a movie on Netflix that Shannon also watched called Gunpowder Milkshake, starring Karen oh, Gillan. I forgot about it. Yeah. It's aggressively okay. I watched half of it and didn't finish it until like two weeks later. <laughs> yeah. Oops. It's it's fine. <laughs> mm, I'd rather watch Supernatural. It's like Supernatural, but with girls, kind of. But, but not so, as good. I love Karen Gillan. Right? She's great. You're trying to tell me something? Yeah. I'm into redheads. Uh... <laughs> Nothing. Oh. Her fight scenes in Jumanji I thought were fun and good. Her fight scenes in Gunpowder Milkshake are bad. <laughs> and you don't necessarily notice, right? Uh, until later in the movie when people who are really good at fight scenes do them. And you're like, oh, <laughs> so this is a stunt coordinator problem. Like, she just doesn't, you know. Karen Gillan's not a martial artist. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. And she's just kind of doing what the stunt coordinator wanted. Mm. You know what I mean? <clears throat> uh, but who's... Yeah. But then later in the movie, Michelle Yeoh's in it. She's awesome. And She's great, right? Yeah, she's like an accomplished martial artist. Right. You know? And so like all her shit looks amazing and you're like oh this is a different thing this is there's something different here about this yeah okay i get it i understand um other than that it's just the movie's just so okay okay probably won't watch it yeah you don't it's fine 
I also okay. read a book. Oh. I read Darkly Dreaming Dexter. Oh, wow. Oh. It's quick read. Jeff Lindsay, of course, it's about... I saw the trailer for Dexter's new season, which is coming up, and I'm so excited. Mm. That I was like, you know what? Let's, I am let's go back in season six hard. Okay. Uh, I would always heard the, the first book is just like the first season. It's exactly the same. It's not. <laughs> yeah. It's way different. There's no such thing as the ice truck killer. Oh. In the first book, he's like the Bay Area slasher or something like that. Um, okay. He's not in the story at all like Rudy. Okay. He's But he is Dexter's brother, Brian. And he looks mm-hmm. exactly like Dexter. So much so that when he gets himself caught on camera, Deb's like, Dexter... Do you have something you want to tell me? Oh. And the the finale kind of works the same way in that Brian captures uh, Deborah and is like, hey, Dexter, you kill her. Except LaGuerta comes in and Brian kills her. What? And gets shot in the stomach. Yeah. And Deborah is not asleep the whole time. He She's awake and Dex, she sees Dexter. She has to talk him down from killing her. What? Yep. He's like, I have to. The dark passenger wants it. Yeah. Well, that's going to lead to a lot of awkward family dinners. Well, it's going to make, obviously, the rest of the books way different than right? the series, obviously. And the the character of Dexter seems very much like Michael C. Hall. Like, but Deborah. Perfect casting. Deborah is so not Jennifer Carpenter in the book. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, he like describes her as being like voluptuous and curvy. Oh, that is not that is the opposite yeah. of Jennifer Carpenter. She's she is a stick figure. Yeah. Yeah. James Remar Blender. is good casting and and uh Julie Benz is good casting too as far as the book goes. Okay. But, uh, you know, I might dive into the rest of them. There's six books or seven books or something like that. Okay. We'll see how they go. But I'm mostly just excited for the new series because it looks really, really good. It does look really good. I'm I'm, I'm pretty excited, too, but I don't think I'm going to get through the rewatch. Yeah, why not? It's a lot. No, I'm just, I'm just really, I'm, I'm, I'm in season six. Mm-hmm. And I remember really liking season six the first time around. And I, I don't know. It's just, it's not. Which one's season six? Let's see, Trinity The one with uh, so Edward James Olmos yeah. and the Colin, Colin Hanks. Hanks yeah. I, I don't know. I think, I think it just might be knowing that Colin Hanks is just crazy and Edward James Olmos isn't there. You know, like just knowing that uh, it takes away so some of the. I forgot all about huh. that when I watched it. Mm. Oh, that was one of the few things that I actually remember from the first time I watched it. <laughs> yeah, no, I forgot I, about that. Those later seasons, yeah, was, I was like, ooh, a treat. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'd forgotten all about the first seasons. Like, I had a general idea, you know, but there was so much in, in seasons one through five that I'd forgotten about that I was like, oh, damn. But I don't know. Yeah. 
I just I and I know season seven isn't all that great and actually I thought they were fine. Like I had a huge problem with them the first time going through to the to point that I really just checked out. I don't remember anything about them, but you know what? I thought they were fine. I really liked uh Yvonne Strahovski's character in the show. She I makes a lot of sense. Is. Uh is that she's, Hannah. It's Hannah, yeah. I was just gonna say I hate Hannah. I hate her. So you know, much. yeah, I probably did too the first time I was watching it, but she makes a lot of sense. <sighs> probably. That's probably true. Yeah. We'll see. I'm kind of we'll interested if I can to, get there. to go through the books and see like what else is different because obviously it's already wildly it's different. It's wildly different. Yeah. Yeah. And the last book that's written is called Dexter is Dead, so I'm I'm kind of curious as to what's going on there. So, yeah, I'll let you know. I might check out the books. Yeah, Jeff Lindsay. Um. So all that's left for me is what if and Ted Lasso. Oh, okay. So we're doing what if. So first? what if, right, guys? Matt, you watched it, right? Uh, yeah. What What do you think? I really liked it. Do you guys, now you have to really, really like step outside yourself for a minute and really analyze deeply. Do you see anything wrong with what if to the extent that Aaron would have a problem with it? I don't know. Why are we even <laughs> talking about that? Uh, I didn't I can't see anything even... wrong with yeah. the shows that he despises. That's so... why I said you had to like really study. You know what? Never mind. We can't think like him. No. I, I I'm gonna he say he's gonna hate it. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm with you, There's, Angela. It doesn't even exist in the same universe. And I, that's gonna be the problem. He's like, why change it? It's like, such a, a great comic book thing to do is to do these what ifs. What if he says something like, "Well, if it's a what if, they shouldn't have the same lines. It's a totally different timeline." And in what oh, if shut up. they have the same? <laughs> hey, I'm just thinking like AA Ron. And what if he says like. It should have been completely different. You can't say you still owe me that dance. You know, like stupid things like that. It was so cute. It was so cute. Oh my gosh. Little Steve Rogers in the suit was so freaking fantastic. Mm, I'm kind of like, it was okay. I, I wasn't really excited <laughs> to watch it. What is wrong with me? It was kind of neat that like... <laughs> She was way stronger than Captain America ever was. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But I was yeah. wondering if that's like an exponential thing with the serum because she started off stronger than Steve Rogers. Maybe. She ended mm-hmm. up stronger you than mean Steve Rogers. Physical strength because it's yeah. only supposed to amplify your inner self or whatever mm-hmm. they say. Yeah, I was going to say, what did Red Skull look like before? Jeez. Hmm. Makes me wonder. Yeah. He looked Cause... like an asshole. <laughs> a red asshole. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Which, speaking of Red Skull, what's the guy's name from The Walking Dead who does his voice now? I'm I don't confused. know, but I was sad that it wasn't Mr. Anderson. It hasn't been him Mr. for a while. Smith. What? Oh, yeah, he, It's not him in the movies in Infinity War and Endgame. Oh, weird? no? No, it's this guy from The Walking Dead. Uh, Ross Marquand, I believe his name is. Strange. Oh, I didn't even know that. I guess I guess I can't be sad then, huh? I didn't know. Yeah, his impression's pretty good. 
Yeah, he's obviously doing a good job. I take it back. <laughs> you thought it was you thought it was uh, Hugo Weaving. In, I did. Uh, Infinity yeah. War and Endgame. I did. Indeed. Awesome. You know, I'm like mulling over in my brain, like, why do I not like this? I think there just wasn't enough mystery for me. Like the fact that when you go into Disney Plus and you see what these alternate timelines are about, like you can see her. In a Captain America Hold on, suit. is it not him in What If? And so I'm like, oh, okay. okay, I want a surprise. Like, that isn't a surprise to me. Like, I kind of assumed how she how she could do it because she's there. Maybe that's the issue I'm having. I don't know. Makes me not want to look at any other posters or anything. What did you think of the animation style? I thought it was dope. Yeah. shaded 3D animation. That was good. Mm-hmm. I like how that's different, you know, and not sure put uh, the X Men animated series to shame. Yeah, they've come a long way, haven't they? Mm-hmm. I love Jeffrey Wright, so him being the Watcher was cool. Mm. And uh, the Tooch coming back. Oh, the Tooch! He doesn't love the Tooch. And I think it was, yep, it was Sam Jackson, <laughs> and it was Dominic Cooper doing Howard Stark. So. Hmm. That's good. I don't know. Toby Sebastian Stan really was Bucky. People are okay. people are on board, so Yeah. Toby Jones was Arnim Zola. Neil McDonough was Dum Dum Dugan. Really? Yep. I really hmm. might get a better feel after the next one. I don't know. Do you think they played what if with the female lead because they're just coming off of Black Widow? Like, why'd they pick that story to go with first? It's probably, like, the first story that could be told chronologically, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. That'd be an interesting take on the series if they're going to go that way. I think giving Haley Atwell something to do also, uh, being criminally underused in the MCU, yeah. I think is, is a nice gesture to her and the work she's been able to put in. Okay. Didn't think about that. Plus, there is a Captain Britain. Yeah, but not a Captain Carter. Yeah. <laughs> right, but you know what I mean? So there's precedent for this? Mm-hmm. Like, Got ya. It kind of makes sense. and it's. I don't know. Is it because I really... Do I have a problem with like the balance between her and him? Like, he's so tiny, but now she's so big. It's like... When he became Captain America, they actually seem like they fit together. I like the fact that her feelings for him had nothing to do with him becoming Captain America. You knew that in the movie. Mm, and it's kind of like when Monica and Chandler still get together when she's fat Monica. Right? Yeah. It's satisfying. Yep. That's, that's, I agree. That's a reference for like seven people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, like, there's something satisfying about, because, like, really, you know, she's going to kick the Red Skull's ass. It's about her and Steve, the connection they made, yeah. and are they, are they going to be able to stay together this time? And of course not, because their love was doomed to fail. doesn't matter what if. Mm-hmm. Ugh. It'll be interesting to see what the next episode is, that's for yeah. sure. I mean, the I don't know if they're ever going to give us a addendum to this, like, so... Do you think they'll try and make a connection to the next one? Is that what you mean? No. no. Like these are within themselves. 
yeah, I think because that's the beauty of a what if story is it's just like a single issue. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Well, or in the comic world, a few issues could be. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Gotcha. Most of the times, even then, they're just a single issue. What if? Mm. How long was the episode? Thirty Sorry. minutes, somewhere on there. It was thirty minutes. Three. Yeah. Wow. It was thirty-three to be exact. They packed a lot in. Yeah, that was a long episode. they were able to use an entire tapestry they've already woven to tell a backstory they don't need to fill you in on. Yeah. Right. So. I can't wait for the episode with RDJ and uh, Killmonger. Ooh. That RG, RDJ's not in. Yeah, but it's still going to be... Next, according I, to I, this, I... is Chala being picked up by Yandu. Oh... Well, oh, see, I don't I'm know. intrigued. What? Chadwick Boseman voiced this before he died? <gasps> no. Shoot your face. That's what it no, says. It says Chadwick Boseman. It's T'Challa. No. Oh, my God. Right? And then Michael Rooker, Sean Gunn. Dijman <gasps> Hansu is Korat the Pursuer. Chris Sullivan is Taserface is back. Jeffrey Wright, of course, is the Taserface? Watcher. Taserface? Name like face. <laughs> oh boy, get your get your Kleenexes out. Oh, uh, okay. Let's uh, talk about Ted Lasso then. Speaking Whew. of Kleenexes, speaking of Kleenex, uh, you know. So I was... my my wish for Roy to have his own show is kind of happening. <laughs> yep, it's kind of happening, and I love it. He's I love every minute over of Ted it. Lasso. Oh. oh my gosh, I'm so thrilled. I couldn't be more happy about it. It is. Watching him defend shitting his pants to a <laughs> to an eight year old is hilarious. Oh yeah. Oh. Well, I love that Keely was like, "Finish the story." <laughs> <laughs> Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. <laughs> I also loved too. Like, I was on the edge of my seat waiting for his reaction when he first comes home, and he's like, "Sorry, we can't do sexy Christmas." <laughs> and she's like half naked, and he just has not seen her yet. And I was like, "Right." When's he going to look? And then when he does, it's a perfect Roy Kent thing. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. <laughs> oh. You look incredible. If this whole season just slowly got more Roy Kent-ish. It's heading that way. It would make season two better than season one for me. But we'll see how it goes. Jamie Tart was barely in the episode. And he was, he said like, the most obnoxious he one fucking line. line yeah. in the he history had one of television. Line and it, was, it was beautiful. It was magic. It was so Jamie Tart. God, God bless, bless me. me. Everyone. Everyone. Uh. <laughs> With such earnesty that he, like, he genuinely thinks that that's right. Right. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh. Uh, and I loved uh I loved what's her fate, Rebecca coming to Ted's rescue. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so like... we we've seen two episodes since we met last, right? There was uh-huh. the episode previous was about. Hold on, my brain is thinking. Do oh shit! There was a new episode tonight, wasn't there? Gosh darn it! Tonight there is. No, it's on Fridays. No Fridays. Oh, oh well, I still missed it. Oh, oh we're talking you didn't see the Christmas it. episode? No. Oh, we're spoiling oh. it. I'm too stupid to comprehend it anyway. 
the episode before this was Jamie coming back, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Sam, yeah okay. And Sam Obadiah with the, Black. with the Dubai Air thing. Yes. Oh, talk about tears. My goodness. Oh, my gosh. I, when they all uh, started putting the tape on their jersey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Jamie had to do it after. Yeah. And then Keely walks so, him up to the psychiatrist's office. <laughs> so, wait. Do you guys think that Jamie Tart is actually trying to turn over a new leaf or is he just trying to get his teammates to like him again i think it's kind of one of the same and i think he's not necessarily doing it because like he's becoming a good person per se mm-hmm. he's maybe becoming better i think he's just still really selfish though and he's kind of you know well, so you, yeah you saw him you saw him get stuck kind of in a hard place and he's like well i guess i'll just join this team because it's my only option I think, and this is just me as someone who is a hopeful watcher, that his motivation to come back to Richmond was not, it was selfish, but it wasn't just because it was his only option. I think he came back there because he wants to be around Ted. He's like a father figure to him. I think he pushed away, he's cutting ties with his actual father, which is a very toxic relationship for him. And yeah. he's naturally, whether he realizes it or not, gravitating back to the person who is really supportive to him. Mm-hmm. Way to make the extra kick. Ugh. You know? Thanks. Yeah, I didn't want to cry on the episode. And I love how Ted tells him no at first. Yeah. We're also kind of seeing in this season Rebecca growing oh, in so. her character. <laughs> I made a claim while we were watching the show, and I don't know what it's based on. I don't have any feeling as to why, but I just asked Shannon, are they going to get Ted and Rebecca together? I hope not. That would be upsetting. I, I don't want I don't want Ted and Rebecca together. I they, feel that's where it's headed. I don't know why. Probably, probably but I don't want to. It seems it's gravitating that way. But I kind of hope it doesn't. I'm with Angela. Like, they seem like yeah, the really wanted to either partnership in this franchise of you know she's the manager or what owner of this team and he is the coach. Like they yeah. seem like the perfect pair for that, and getting in a relationship with each other may totally destroy this. I mean, it doesn't really seem like they are putting them together romantically. They're becoming good friends, but I don't know why. I think that I don't know. It was really because funny when, he's, when he asked Sassy if her daughter was his. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard. She's like, six months ago. Six, six months ago. <laughs> right, right, right. And then she goes, and and did you, you finish on my? <laughs> finished on my. He's like, oh, we're going to leave now. When little Nora was writing the email mm-hmm. with Rebecca, too, I was oh, dying. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Nora's right? fucking hilarious. <laughs> It was funny. Uh, uh, this It's just a great show. It just is. And it even gives you a picture into the different culture that's over in England. Like, yeah. Right? Because that's, we don't do some of that kind of stuff. I don't know. At least I don't. The way they talk, what they do. Like, oh my gosh, Shannon. <laughs> Oh, it's true. Like, I am so naive that... Why do you talk that way? Not like that. (laughs) Never mind. I'm done. 
Yes, they speak with an accent, honey. That's not what I meant. Oh, well, okay. there's a there's a very diverse population there in England, and even the accents from different regions are all different. Sure. You know, kind of like not America, right? Not not unlike America. It's just different. And in in the Christmas episode, especially, we're seeing all the people from other places on the team all together and bringing their own Christmas traditions. And is that what you're, yeah. What you mean? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. yeah, but that's just not England. That's like a national, like the worldwide there's cause they had people from Africa and France and Quebec. And... Well, even when Rebecca was Denmark. talking to Nora or the way like they acted together, uh, some of that, uh, like, that's not something you see maybe on American TV. Well, because so. we don't act like that. Correct. And I'm saying that stuff is somewhat different. Like, we don't go door to door and knock on people's doors to find a dentist. <laughs> no, only <laughs> fucking Roy Kent does that. You didn't realize that it was a Love Actually reference? Yes, I did. <laughs> okay. Hello. But again, that's another English movie. Yes, it is. Not everyone likes that style of movie, even. I love that, though. It's teaching me little bits that, like, if I go visit, I feel like I can claim, like, I know something. Don't. Something, something. <laughs> if you so ever go dying. over there, don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to claim anything. Where's Hugh Grant? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do your dance! Oh. <laughs> It seems like this season overall is not really invested into the soccer. At all. Right? Like, we see the board at the beginning of this episode, the Christmas episode, and they're tied 4-4. Yeah, so there's been a bunch of games since the last time we saw. Do you guys predict that it's going to go back to the soccer part of it? Like, are we going to see more of it? Or do you think it's going to stick strictly with character building? It's hard to say because it seems like they're building up development of everything as if like soccer doesn't matter to anybody. Mm. And the only thing you kind of see where um, it comes into focus a little bit more besides all the like, oh, we've been we've got seven strike draws um, is when the uh, psychologist is like, do you think it's normal to act this way if you haven't won in eight games or whatever? Right. Mm-hmm. Led Tasso oh, yeah. didn't think it was okay. Right. No. Led Tasso. <laughs> How long was that? I, I mean, I'm fine with it, with the focus not being so much on soccer. I, I would be okay if they stayed away from the soccer aspect of it. No, it's more about the characters, and you know, incidentally, the characters. Some of them play soccer, so I mean, it, it just it is what it is. Right. Football right. is life. Football is life. Well, good because I want an episode definitely with the manager, Nathan. I want. There's something going on with him, and yeah. I hope we dig into that. He's becoming a dickhead. Um. A knobhead. Yeah. Sorry, it's British. There you go. So I'm with you guys. I hope it builds more character. 
to keep me strolling along. So, yeah. Anything else about Ted Lasso? No, uh, just the previous episode with Nora is where I finally realized one of the guys on panel with Roy Kent was the previous coach of Richmond. Yeah. I remember you saying Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it just dawned on me. I'm like, hey, that's the guy where she, <laughs> she said a gay with dude cuts his hair. tiny short. Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> that's a hilarious. I think like, they're all real life soccer people, too. Like, Hmm. At least two of the three commentators are. I don't know about the one that. Was well, like the, the announcers when they play soccer, those guys are real football yeah. announcers. They play themselves in the credits. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, it was good fun. Well, I look forward to next week. <clears throat> More Ted Lasso in the future, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, a little I'm bit less Ted on that TV <laughs> or on yeah. that show. Yep. It's it's a lot of fun. I think I kind of am thinking Roy can't spin off, but I don't know. Don't know. I don't know, I guess. I don't know. <sighs> I'm hitting the button, guys. All right. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> well, guys, we're at the end of the episode here. You've listened to us drone on and on and on. We love Ted Lasso. We love Marvel shit. Who knew? I just want to say thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week to talk Karate Kid 2! Dos. Daniel-san goes to Hawaii. I mean, Okinawa. So that'll be fun. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Uh, In the meantime, hit us up on Instagram at Movie Dummies Podcast or Twitter, Facebook, or anchor.fm slash movie dummies. We're all over the place. Literally. Let us, let us know what you're thinking of what if. Yeah, totally. There you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just droning on. Yeah. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. As always, I am Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. Also, Pick up the ice cream. Now oh. show us your dick. Dick. Yikes. <laughs> I'm thinking it's a big dong. Yeah, I, think I it's love Kevin one. Bacon's big dong. Yeah. Tater right. tots.